Hey guys, welcome back to the second episode of the Fantasy Podcast. You've got uh, your host Andrew, and uh, today we're uh, we're welcoming uh, Ian Campbell back for his second episode to co-host uh, episode two. How are you doing today, Ian? Oh, I'm doing excellent. Thanks. Thanks for having me again. No problem. Are you excited for, uh, for our topics today? We're gonna talk absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Did a quick quick look look over them before we started here, so I'm ready to go. Okay. Well. We're going to keep this one a little bit shorter than normal, so let's get started. Uh, we're going to start off with running backs, then we'll go to uh, wide receivers, then we'll talk about a couple tight ends, and then we're going to talk about quarterbacks. Basically, we're just going to talk quickly who we think uh, the player is going to go to, kind of like the deal or, or kind of the, the fantasy impact on, on what's going to happen there. And then uh, at the end of each category, we can talk about, you know, one or two guys we don't have on our list that we maybe think could be fantasy relevant, depending on what team they go to. So let's get started with uh, Aaron Jones. I think that's uh, a little bit of breaking news just before we started this episode here. We uh, yeah, got just, some... uh, just about uh, six minutes ago here, I got the update on my phone. So I, I guess we can scratch him off the list. I mean, we can still chat about him, but uh for those of you guys who don't know, Jones just signed a four-year deal to remain with the Green Bay Packers, which I, I'm a little shocked about. I don't know. I don't know what you think, Reader. I'm very excited. Uh, first of all, four years, forty-eight million. I I didn't think that Green Bay was going to pay that money for him. I thought that they're going to have AJ Dillon, maybe bring back Williams, but that for, for me to have a committee running back system like what they do, what they've showed the last couple of years, and then turn around and pay that guy four years, forty-eight million. Um, for fantasy perspective, hopefully that means maybe they lean on him a little bit more, or maybe they at least you know feature him a little bit more in the backfield. Maybe don't bring someone else in, so it's just two running backs instead of three. But uh, yeah, I I didn't expect that. I'm gonna say right now, I fully expected that him going to the Dolphins. Dolphins had the money, and I thought he was gonna ball out there. But as a uh, Aaron Jones owner in some of my other leagues. I am quite happy about that. Let's put it that way. Him and Aaron Jones or, or him and Aaron Rodgers are probably going to have a year this year, like they had this year, and uh, I'm okay with it. I'm definitely okay with it. You know what? I had him going to Miami too, and I thought he was going to eat there with that, that new yeah. offense. They had, a, they had an offensive lineman in the draft. I thought he was going to have a big year, but um, I agree with you. I hope that this means that he's going to be the top dog there and maybe – maybe see a few more touches per game. Um, oh, I, I think if that's the case and they don't bring back Jamal Williams, I think he gets up into that top five RB, even yeah. even top three. I don't think they can afford to bring Williams back, which is, is good. I, I think from a fantasy perspective, that means they're definitely just going to have two running backs. They're probably not going to draft someone else. They're probably not going to bring someone else in. Maybe someone on a plastic roster, but uh, yeah. That's just, anyways, that's breaking news to start off with. Uh, so next in the running back category, um, let's go who I think is probably next on the list. Uh, I have Chris Carson. 
um, the Jet or sorry, the uh, Seahawks decided not to franchise tag him, so he's a free agent. Where did you have Chris Carson going? That's a tough one. Where I have him going and where I want him to go are are completely different. Um, I have him going to the Jets actually. Okay. I think they need that that top back. I think they tried it with Lev Bell and um, you know how he came back after his year <laughs> off and his rap making. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that they try again. I think they maybe overpay a little bit for Chris Carson, but I think he's going to the Jets. Um, I wanted to see him go to Arizona personally. Okay. okay. I... It's funny. I had Chris Carson going to the Jets as well. Uh, I I saw a lot of things you said. I, I think they need that guy to come in who can run people over um, to help, you know, Sam Darnold a little bit, if, you know, if he's still their quarterback. And I thought that they could get probably Chris Carson pretty cheap. I kind of put him on it like a two-year deal. So they didn't really have to invest too much in him, but kind of a Frank Gore type of, San Francisco run offense that I'm I'm assuming it, it might start resembling over more and more over the next couple of years. I think Chris Carson would fit well in there. Uh, so that's where I had him. Uh, what about uh, Kenyon Drake? Where'd you have Kenyon Drake on? Uh, he, he's a tough one for me. <laughs> um, I actually have him staying with Arizona. Okay. And I don't, I don't love it. Um, I think they bring him back on a much cheaper contract than he got with the transition tag last year. And similar to Chris Carson, maybe give him a, you know, that kind of Austin Eckler type money, money, five, even a guy like Ingram, 5.5 million a year for Mm -hmm. two years to see what he can do. Yeah. A lot of people in the industry are are saying Kenny Drake's probably going to head back there. They don't think there's going to be much of a market for him. When I was looking at teams and looking at who needed running backs, there was one team that I, I kept kept seeing pop up. Now, they are currently under the or over the salary cap by $8 million, so may, maybe not. Um, but I have Kenyon Drake going to the Atlanta Falcons. They have an absolute tire fire back there right now, and they need someone to come in and, and kind of take over the lead back role. I think Kenyon Drake can do that with little to no competition. Um, so I thought that they would take a, uh, a one-year deal, try him out, see if they can go for a run, and then walk away from him if he's, if he's not any good. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, the more and more this drags on in the market, he might stay with, with uh, Arizona. They go one more year with him. They see what they can do, and they're not really con- commit too much money to him. Yeah, and actually, I had him, if, if he doesn't stay in Arizona, I haven't have him going to Atlanta uh, if they're going to have another year with bringing back Matt Ryan and trying to go for it again, they need a running back that's not Edo Smith or Brian Hill. Um, I do think that if he does stay in Arizona, he's not a, a second-round pick like he was last year. No. I think that he splits time fairly evenly with Chase Edmonds, and they form a, a two-man committee that both are kind of that RB3 flex option at best. Similar how similar similar to how they both ended off the year. So yeah, I don't love the fantasy implications of that. I just I honestly don't know what Kenyon Drake is as a fantasy player. Is he the Miami Dolphins running back? Is he 
the first eight games with Arizona two yep. years ago, or is he kind of that guy who's in between those from last year? It's it's tough to say. Okay, I have a question for you. If you could get Drake in the middle of our third round, so sixth round, including keepers, or you can get Edmonds in the eighth round, who are you getting? Oh, I'm taking Chase Edmonds there for yeah. sure. Yeah. So you don't think Someone there's enough, that enough, enough value in the third round? So I think Kenyon Drake goes in our top three rounds. I don't think he slips any further. If he goes back to Arizona, just just the at the if you look at him if you look at his points per game at the end of the season again if you look um, Murray was down he was injured so he wasn't running as much but Kenyon Drake was a top ten back every week so if someone if you look at that and you you think that's what his season long is again he started injured beginning of the season brought down his value a little bit he he could be he could be a undervalued player this year that could that could do some damage. I, I think he gets drafted in the first three rounds too. I don't. I think that's fair value for him. I just, as I said, I'd rather take the upside of Chase Edmonds and hope that Drake gets hurt again throughout the year and Edmonds <laughs> takes over. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. The last running back I have um, is James Connors. Now maybe you know maybe he's not as high profile though he should be. He was a starting running back. But where do you have James Connors going? Do you have do you have him going to a team where he can? be that lead back or do you have him going to a committee you know what he is a guy that i have no idea where he's gonna go i do not think that he's going to be a lead back i think he kind of showed this year that he just he doesn't have the body for it he i i know two years ago with lev bell out he took over that backfield but um what he's shown the last two years, I think he needs, I think he does better when he's part of a committee too, personally, stays a little bit healthier. Um, That's a a guy that, you know, if kind of it shakes out how we think it does. Um, I could see James Connors actually going to Miami on a cheap deal, joining that, uh, joining that backfield. I don't love it, but uh, I'll be shying away from James Connors in drafts this year. I was about to pull out that one. I was going to throw an audible, say, now that we know Aaron Jones is not going there, I think James Connors, uh, I just read an article saying that uh, they were interested in him. And if, you know, plan A of Aaron Jones fell through, that James Connors would be their backup plan. So I I feel like maybe James Connors would be good there. Again, he'd be in a committee. They'd bring back Gaskin. They'd bring back uh, Ahmed or whatever that guy's name is, whatever his other name is. Um, and I, I think... He'll do well there. Maybe a two-year deal, not not too much money. But he's young. He's only 25. Uh, so he's still got lots of legs left. I know he's been injured the last couple of years, but he could he could have a bounce back. Again, where you're drafting him in, in the, from a fantasy perspective, probably right where Gaskin's probably going, maybe a round earlier. Um, but he, uh, yeah, he could he could be interesting depending on where he signs and for how long. So that's the running backs I had. Is there anyone else that I didn't mention that you want to bring up quickly that you think from a fantasy perspective could be pretty valuable? You know what? Uh, there really isn't. One of the guys that I kind of had my eye on earlier, but he already re-signed is Jeff Wilson Jr. Yeah. Just because I know that they are going to let Tevin Coleman walk and Jarek McKinnon walk. So just based off of last year, how <laughs> Raheem Mostert struggled to stay on the field. Um 
I'd be taking a flyer on Jeff Wilson Jr. for sure uh, with him being back there. I think it elevates his fan- fantasy stock. But um, yeah, he was another name that uh, early on in free agency I was kind of watching. And now that he's signed with San Fran, I, there's, not, there's not another running back I'm super concerned about. There's too many committees in, in this day of football. Yeah, there, there's two that I had that I wanted to bring up. And I think they both for the same team. They're both veterans. And I, I think on a team that needs a low value, kind of low risk, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they need to bring a guy in. Two guys I have is Marlon Mack and Leonard Fournette. I think one of those two guys could sign there, take the lead back role, be very low. They go in on a you know a veteran minimum, maybe a couple million a year, maybe sign up to one or second year player option um, and kind of staple that back end, get back to a little bit more of the run game. They can both catch from the backfield a little bit, so they help Ben out. Um, so those are two guys that I'm keeping an eye on because I don't think even if they sign with the Steelers, that their value is really going to go up very much, especially with Marlon Mack. If you think about Marlon Mack, if he doesn't pull his or kills Achilles game one, he could have been had a really good season this year with uh, the Colts. So th- those are the two guys uh, that I'm I'm kind of looking at that aren't part of the main group. So let's head to wide receivers next. We'll uh, start off with I think the the crown jewel of the wide receiver class in Galladay. Uh, where do you have Galladay going? First of all, are you surprised that Detroit didn't tag him? Very surprised. Kind of with their cap situation, bringing in uh, Jared Goff, I thought they'd keep him for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, focus on. I know they're entering a rebuild, but focus on the defense through the draft. Um, but. I mean, they lost Marvin Jones Jr. and Danny Amendola. I don't know who Jared Goff is going to throw the ball to. Well, and they signed um, Terrell Williams. I saw that. So he's their he, like he's their top guy now. I just I I was very surprised they didn't tag him. Even if there was a tag and trade, like they have the the cap space for a wide receiver one. I was I was very surprised there. But lucky him, he gets to go to free agency. Where do you think he's going? He's a guy, honestly, I, I don't know how to value him. True. <laughs> uh, just based off of where I'd like to see him go is Washington. Uh, I, I don't think uh, he's going to sign there. I think he signs with the Jets. Okay. Um, they can let Crowder walk this year for nothing. And... Uh, Prashad Perryman, they can let, so they have nobody outside of the Denzel Mims, the rookie from last year that they drafted. Yeah. They have a ton of cap space. Uh, I still think that they get a new quarterback here at some point, either through trade or uh, free agent signing. So I like, I, I think Galdi signs there. I think he gets some money that he wants there. I think they maybe overpay a little bit for him. He's a very good, very good wide receiver. He just, it was tough to, truly value him just with his injury this year. Um, I'd like to, I'd like to see him go to Washington and kind of be that field stretcher next to Terry McLaurin, but Terry McLaurin, yeah. yeah, I think he's, do I think you, he's going to the Jets. Do you think he gets five years? Or no, do I don't give him like a four year. I, I'm thinking they, he gets a four year kind of between that 55 and 60 mil around, around 15 million a year is what I'm yeah. thinking he gets. Just crazy to think he's he's so young still 
he could do so so much wonders for your team. But I I have him actually going to Jacksonville. I I think they have the cap space, and I think they want to basically give all the offensive weapons they can now, pay up, use the full five years of their rookie quarterback deal, and spend all their money elsewhere. Um, so I have them going to Jacksonville. To your point, Jets have a lot of cap space too. They could use them. Um, but I, I, I have him with uh, Jacksonville. What about uh, Will Fuller? Oh, I mean that changes for. I thought he was going to sign in Green Bay. You don't think <laughs> you don't think Will Fuller is going to sign in Green Bay anymore? Not, not after they signed Jones. I don't know how they can sign Will Fuller now. Fair enough. Um, they were already over the cap space before this yeah. Jones signing, so I, I don't know how they can fit him in. I think they go somebody cheaper, maybe a little bit older. Maybe they take a flyer on a guy like T.Y. Hilton um, to kind of play alongside Devontae Adams. But I don't think they can afford to sign Will Fuller now. So now that you know Green Bay probably can't sign him, where would you say he's going? Oh, you know what? From a fantasy perspective, where do you want him to go? I would like to see him potentially go to Miami. Okay. They they don't have that kind of field stretching wide receiver that he could be. I think his fantasy stock would go up there. I think he he'd see targets. I think like Tua can throw the ball deep. Um and he'd be a really good complement to Devontae Parker. Mm-hmm. Side. I have him stretching the field too. But uh, to support a wide receiver one who's elite as well, I have him going to Washington. I can see him going to Washington. They have the cap space. Imagine him lining up on the other side. You got Terry McLaurin to literally take all the targets in the intermediate to short range and just have Will Fleur fly down. Again, depending on who Washington gets as a quarterback, if you're a quarterback who can't throw it downfield, then it's a waste of talent. But I, I just... I think that would be great to watch him go and play there, and he'd be good. He'd be good there, too. Again, short of him not getting injured like he does every other year, but um, he would be a late flyer for me. Uh, seeing him as a wide receiver, too, there, put him on your bench, see how he does, and he could he could work out. I, I could also see Will Fuller going to the Patriots. They have a ton of cap space, too, yeah. And they yeah. need that help. I, I actually had the... So I, I guess we'll move on. I had the next guy on your list going to Washington. Juju. Or sorry, no. <laughs> we'll talk about Juju first, then we'll move. Then we'll okay. move down. So where do you have Juju going? So I have Juju going to the Colts. Uh, I think they've got some cap space this year. I think Juju is young. They have a young wide receiver cast right now, and I think he kind of fills where Carson Wentz is going to throw. He doesn't throw down the field as much. I think they can kind of push out some of their younger guys go a little bit deeper and, and Juju kind of get the middle targets kind of work the, the outside of the field. Um, and I, I think how, for how young he is as well, I think he can, he can really do some damage with the Colts. So I have, I have Juju going to the Raiders. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So you, I, you so you have Aguilar not resigning there then you think no. he's going to replace Aguilar? I, I do, yes. And I think he takes some of the pressure off Henry Ruggs. He kind of compliments Darren Waller. Yep. 
and just gives gives another, I think, legitimate weapon to, I mean, if it's going to be Derek Carr, it's Derek Carr. I think he needs that safety blanket. I think that's why Darren Waller saw the target share that he saw this past year. Um, so, yeah, I have I haven't gone to the Raiders, and I actually like that for his fancy, fancy outlook. Okay. I don't think he's going to be what he was when he played alongside Antonio Brown, but I think he has more potential than he showed this year. And I think the Raiders would help him lock that. So do you think he's a top 18 wide receiver next year on the Raiders? If he's, if he signs in the Raiders and he's yeah. kind of with the Raiders there and he's kind of their number one guy, I do. Yeah. I, I had, I had him in the top 20 actually kind of between that 15 to 20 mark. So I'd say okay. top 18. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, 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 I think he's good. I just think this year there was a lot of distractions. Again, when Ben throws the ball four years from four yards from the line of scrimmage every play, it's tough to kind of get your yards up. But I think he's still good. Okay, well then we'll move on to the next guy, Curtis Samuels. I'm pretty sure that's who you were talking about earlier. With that's, Washington. that's who I'm talking about, and I would love to see him go to Washington. And I think he does go to Washington. I think he goes there. He's a little bit cheaper, so they don't have to break the bank on him. Let you know, let the Jets, let the Jaguars spend all their cap space on the Todd, the Kenny Gallities, the Will Fuller. I think he goes there. He's the perfect complement to Terry McLaurin. I think Terry McLaurin becomes an easy top eight wide receiver if he's got a number two guy there, kind of taking some of the pressure away. And I think Curtis Samuels is a top 30 guy with top 20 upside. Wow. Really? You're high. Oh. You're high for Samuels. Yeah. I really like him this year. I I mean, he's always played behind. He was a third fiddle this year, and he still had 877 yards. So, so do you see Curtis Samuel bringing down the fantasy value of the running backs in Washington if he signs there? Do you see them utilizing him kind of the way he was utilized this year with Carolina? Or do you see Gibson still getting his his touches and not really affecting him that much? I don't I don't think it affects Gibson a whole lot. I think it affects uh, JD McKissick. I don't think he's seeing 14 targets a game. Yeah. So I I don't have it affecting Gibson at all. I think those three guys can easily be propped up, especially with that defense in Washington. I think they can support three offensive players like that. Okay. Well. I have Curtis Samuel going to the Jets. And my kind of thought behind that is I can see Curtis Samuel being that that San Francisco wide receiver, the guy who can do the end arounds, basically the way San Francisco uses their wide receivers. I see Salah trying to take some pieces from San Francisco as he comes over to the Jets, and I can see Curtis Samuel fitting in very nicely there. Now, maybe they don't. He can use a defensive coach. He wasn't offensive, but... I, they have the cap space and it, they could build around him. Uh, the one, the one piece is again they they have a lot of wide receivers that are kind of in that middling depth. And again, if they go ahead and sign Galladay, obviously they're not going to go after Curtis Samuels. But I was kind of my stab in the dark on uh, on where I think he goes. Uh, the next piece, I I think it's pretty quick. But Antonio Brown, do you see Antonio Brown going anywhere other than the Bucks? No. I, I see him just taking the veteran minimums, going back with Brady, doing it all over again. I Running, think I agree with you 100%. Run it back. Yeah. I don't think he he. I think Antonio Brown coming back this this time to the NFL. I think his mentality's changed. 
I don't think he's really chasing the money right now. I think he kind of sees himself as a veteran now. Says, why not win a couple rings and then prop myself up and, and kind of run off to the sunset with a deal at the end. But I can see him going one more year with them if they bring him back, which I, I can't see why they don't. He only helps that team, especially on a you know a million, million and a half deal. You can't find a better receiver than that. I, I had him going there for the, for the veterans minimum. I, yeah. I don't think he's... Uh, maybe with an injury, he becomes fantasy relevant. So, I mean, a guy to keep your eye on. I don't think he gets drafted in our league, um, but we'll see do what you, happens. Do you think he brings down the value of the other two, though, of of um, Godwin and of Evans? Or do you think it's going to be uh, like not, this year? Not at this point in their career. No, I think it'll be similar this year. Fair enough. And then the last guy I have on our list is is uh, Ty Hilton. Again, another veteran but I just think the name recognition might might add a little more value to his free agency, uh, or even from a uh, a fantasy perspective, depending where he goes. But where do you see him going? I mean, I thought he was going to retire with Philip Rivers. <laughs> um, I did too. Uh, he's a guy that I could see going, taking a little bit less money and going to one of those young teams that has a lot of cap space, like the Jets, like the Jaguars, um, and kind of being that mentor mentor for the for a Trevor Lawrence, but also for the rest of the wide receiving core. Yep. Like they have Laviscus in um Jacksonville, DJ Chark's still young. So I could see him signing somewhere like that. I could also see the Colts bring him back again on a vet- veterans minimum contract. Yeah. Very much back. so. Let let Michael Pittman continue to kind of increase his role. So yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, also, who's a rookie from last year who's hurt this year? Paris Campbell. Paris they Campbell, haven't yeah. really been able to see what he can do, but I'd I'd like to see them give those two guys a, a chance. Yeah, I uh, I agree with that. I I can see them bringing him back again. He's he's a good. He's been there forever, so I can't see him being a, a cancer to that dressing room. Um, but I have him going, and and maybe it's more for the memes, maybe it's more for the the, the funniness. But I think uh, the team that signs him says he's been torching us every single year in our home stadium. So why not get him for eight of the sixteen games where he plays here? Uh, I think he signs with the uh, Houston Texans. Uh, they have no one that wants to go there. I think they have enough money that they will give him four times what anyone else offers him, and he goes, why not? Who knows who's throwing to me? Who really cares? I've had the age of my career where I just give me the money, and I, I will come and suit up for you. So I, I, I think, You know what? I wouldn't mind seeing that. I wouldn't be upset about that one at all. No, I, I, I wouldn't draft him. He wouldn't be on my roster, but uh, I think it would be, be good to see him go there. Okay, is there any other wide receiver that uh, that you think could cause a splash in free agency or could be uh, fantasy relevant uh, that I didn't name uh, in our list? Those are the guys I had, honestly. Um, As I said, I've been keeping my eye on Curtis Samuel. I've been keeping my eye on Juju. I want to know where they go. Um, I think both of those guys could be very fantasy relevant if they sign with the right team. So I think you nailed it. I had two guys on my list that I'm looking at. Uh, one I had on my list for a while, and he actually just got released recently. And I think he 
fits into that veteran low value that could look really well in a Green Bay Packers uniform, and that's John Brown. I think John Brown would fit so well there. He's a field stretcher. He's quick. He's so reliable with catching the ball. Aaron Jones or Aaron Rodgers is going to throw it to him. He's going to actually catch it. Uh, I I would love. I have Devonte Adams on my team. I would have no problem playing both of them if John Brown signed there. I think he's good enough to to get the the floor. And the other guy I have is Marvin Jones. For some reason, every year Marvin Jones is a late round flyer and every year Marvin Jones shows up one, two, three times a, a year with a top 10 fantasy finish. Uh, I think because Corey Davis is leaving the Titans or at least it looks that way. I think he signs with the Titans as that second guy, multi-year deal. They don't have uh Juanu Smith anymore. I think he fills that in-between role down the field, kind of get some of the guys off of, of Brown. So I can see Marvin Jones looking really, really good there. And I'd be very interested in him if he signed there. Even bringing up Corey Davis, actually, I, I would, I think he's a fantasy relevant player if he goes and he's kind of a high end wide receiver two on a good team with a good quarterback. Um, even going to, even him going to one of the uh, teams with a young quarter quarterback or a place like Washington where he has you have that bona fide number one yeah but nobody at number two I I could see him putting up decent numbers he's, I, he's a guy that I would take a flyer on definitely would you be interested in him if you went to the Colts I would yes absolutely yeah, yeah. you don't think he'd, he'd slot into that number one role as a de facto and that again if you, if you look at his history of his career when he's a number one guy on his team, he's he's horrible. He's he's a write-off. But as soon as he's that number two guy, he doesn't get that top cornerback. He can start making some some splashes. So that would be my worry with the Colts. That's where I, if I were to guess where he'd go, I would say probably the Colts. But I just I don't know how fantasy relevant he would be, um, just based on the fact that if he's that number one guy, he doesn't look good there in the past. I'd take him on the Colts. He'd be a guy who you know what, and he'd give those young guys a kind of little bit of a break um, and a little bit more, you know, another season to grow a little bit more before taking over. So I, you know what? I think he's a top 30 wide receiver. If he goes to the Colts, I'd be happy to draft him. Okay. Are you one last question about a wide receiver? Do you think Emmanuel Sanders is washed up or do you think he could still be relevant for fantasy? I think he's washed up. I don't think he's a relevant player. I agree. I, I don't think no matter where he goes, again, he might have a injuries. He might be a waiver wire pickup, but other than that, I don't think he's good. Yeah. Okay, let's head over to tight ends now. There's only a couple that I think are, are really going to make fantasy value. Again, we all know what t- tight ends are all about. It's just an absolute crapshoot once you get past the top couple. Um, but the top one I have is Hunter Henry. I'm, again, very surprised he didn't get tagged by the Chargers. I, I don't. They have the cap space. Why would you not? You have a young quarterback. Why would you not give him all the offensive weapons he could have? Uh, but they didn't. So where, where do you see Hunter Henry signing? So I'm going to kind of talk about the two guys on your list okay. together, the top two guys. You have Hunter Henry and you have uh, Jonah Smith. Yep. I think both of those guys get paid. And I think, I think Hunter Henry goes to Cincinnati. Wow, okay. I think he gets 
I think they maybe pay a little bit too much for him. <laughs> um, but I think he goes to Cincinnati to be that safety blanket for Joe Burrows. Um, and then if he goes to Cincinnati, I think Jonu Smith goes to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. Again, both those teams don't have a true tight end. Um, Hunter Henry more so than Jonu Smith. He's, he's a better blocking tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonu Smith has incredible athletic ability, but I think both of those guys, they, they one signs with Cincinnati, one signs with Jacksonville, and they are like the number one tight end, no question about it. Um, and I think both of those guys could be stars with those their new teams, get up into that top five tight end position. Yeah, I I agree. I think both those guys are the, the stars of the free agency. I have Hunter Henry going to the Jags, so I think the Jags will sign a, a tight end, someone to help out their team. And I actually have Gianno Smith going to the Chargers. I just, I think he profiles, to your point, he's a better blocking tight end. And I, I just, he's so, he's an athletic freak. He's so good. Um, now, maybe they don't. Maybe they decide to to in-house or get a cheaper option. Um, but that's where I have I have Smith. Uh, Gronk is next on my list. Again, do you think he's going anywhere other than the Bucks? No, he stays I, with the Bucks. If he if he plays next year, he's on the Bucks or he's retiring. retiring. I agree my, with that. Yeah. Don't see the, the, One of those, was, just sorry, go ahead. going back to those first two guys, I could see the Pats taking a run at one of those guys. Yeah. They they love their tight end position. Um, I could see Jonu Smith signing with them and getting a lot of money and being a star there. So. Yeah. The next guy on my list is the guy who I think could go to the Pats or to the bills. I think the outside chance, maybe the bills too is Gerald Everett. Um, I just, he, the Pats need a tight end and the bills again, rumors are saying that they, they want to upgrade their tight end position. Gerald Everett has shown he can catch the ball. He can show he can block. He can, he can do everything you need him to do. Uh, I don't think he's going to be that expensive. I, I think they could probably get a pretty good deal for him, uh, especially because they have a pretty good team. The the championship opportunity, I think, might bring him in a little bit cheaper. Um, but where do you think Everett would go? I have Everett going to the Bills as well. Okay. As I, he's a cheaper option than one of the those top two kind of yeah. stars. Uh, the Bills are right up against the cap, but yeah. they – uh, they're in win now mode. I don't think Dawson Knox is their answer at tight end. So I have uh, Gerald Everett going to the Bills, and I will be all over him in fantasy leagues. I think he is a stud who was kind of overshadowed in that Rams offense, uh, split too much time with Higby. But as a the number one tight end on a team, I think he's a top 10 tight end. Okay, I agree. Speaking of Higby... If the Chargers, or sorry, if the Rams decide not to get another tight end in there and they run Higby as their main guy, where do you think his ceiling is next year? Uh, he's got top five potential think so? for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I had him last year on my roster. You know that. I think you yeah. had him for a bit too. He's, yeah, I did. He's that boom bust guy. So I think he's got top five potential. I have him as a top 12 if Everett walks and he's the number one tight end there, yeah. um, his ceiling's huge. I, I do think he has a fairly low floor too, though, so I don't want to put him too high. I, I think the the Stafford addition as well, if you look at what Stafford did with his tight ends this year in Detroit, I think that also brings up the floor a little bit more. I don't think Goff threw to his tight ends as much as I think Stafford might. 
Um, so, I, yeah, I think he's a sleeper this year for me, for sure, uh, sitting sitting in the weeds. Uh, the only other tight end in free agency I wanted to bring up is Kyle Rudolph from the Vikings. Uh, he's a veteran guy, but I still think he can he can do some damage from a fantasy perspective on a, on kind of a a waiver wire pickup on a couple weeks. And I can see him going maybe to the Titans, maybe to the Colts. The Colts do need a tight end uh, if they don't, you know, trade for Ertz or whatever. Um, but do you think Rudolph could be fantasy relevant, or do you think he's kind of that one week guy when you have no one else because your guy's on by? He's. I think he's a one week guy. I think he's a guy that you're just you're praying that he catches two TD passes in a game. He's not going to have more than you know that three or four catches for 30 yards, but he does have that TD upside. So I would I would take a flyer on him if I need a one week fill in. Depending where he signs, though. Yeah. Like if he I, signs I, I could, the with Jacksonville, which I don't think he does, but if he does, like maybe that gives you a, a you know a little higher floor. I, I could see him going to the Titans actually, kind of a much cheaper option than Jonu, kind of replace yeah. him, be their big bodied touchdown guy. Good dressing room guy, kind of help out the the young guys get through it. Yeah, I can see it. Okay, let's uh, let's head to quarterbacks. This year's quarterback <laughs> free agency is gross. There's no one really big that you want to touch. Um, my top guy is Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I and maybe this is more of a hope than an actual possibility, but I have him going to Denver. I think it would be so great to watch Ryan Fitzpatrick play for the Denver Broncos and those wide receiving core all of a sudden can actually run downfield. I just, I, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I would love that. What about so you? I, I, I have Ryan Fitzpatrick going to the Denver Broncos or retiring. Okay. Those so are we're on the same page. Yep. I think they need to bring in, they bring him in on a cheap salary they still have lock on his rookie contract and they, you know what? I think that they give lock kind of the start and he struggles out of the gate and they throw Fitzpatrick in there and he does his Fitzpatrick things and has at least six to eight weeks of football where you can start Jer- Jerry Judy and you can start um, Tim oh, Patrick is, yeah, Court, oh, Cortland Sutton will be back. You can start those guys as legit uh, fantasy wide receivers, but I could all, I could see him hanging it up. I could too. I think he's he he wants to. Uh, I think he has too much fun to give it up. But yeah, maybe I I can kind of see what he did with the Bucks back when it was Jameis Winston and him, uh, where he can. Like, those wide receivers, like Mike Evans was unreal that year. Again, it wasn't great to watch if you were a fan of that team, but from a fantasy perspective, I think he's going to help the wide receivers out, help the tight ends, help the running backs. So I I hope that happens. The next guy on my list, speaking of Jameis Winston, is Jameis Winston. Do you think he goes anywhere else other than the Saints? Or do you know? I think, I think he's a starting quarterback of the New Orleans Saints next year. Now, is that more of a, a hope because you're really hoping otherwise the other option is not going to help any <laughs> fantasy or do you just think that's the best kind of fit for him? I honestly, I think that's the best fit for him. I think he can sign a deal similar to what uh, Cam Newton got 
uh, maybe a little bit less money with more incentives, maybe kind of that seven to $10 million range with more more incentives to it. Um, and you know what? I could see him leading that offense with Sean Payton, maybe a little bit more, um, a little bit better coaching there. I I could see him thriving and being a fantasy core top 12 fantasy quarterback, maybe throwing less interceptions than he did when he was with the Bucks. I think the leash is probably a little bit shorter if he throws 30 interceptions, 30 touchdowns. Don't see them have, doing that. But yeah, I, I agree. I have him on the Saints as well. The next few guys I have is is uh, Mitchell Trubisky and Andy Dalton. Uh, neither of them, I think, are even remotely fun options. Uh, but I have Mitch Trubisky either going back to Chicago if they try to bring him back, or I have him actually going to Houston. If Houston post don't, don't doesn't do anything with Watson until after the draft, and as a result, they don't get a, a quarterback back, I can see them just signing Mitch Trubisky, let him do his thing, and then go from there. Uh, do you have him signing anywhere? He's still young. You know what? Uh, I think he goes somewhere similar similar to uh, what happened with Marcus Mariota, where yep. he goes somewhere as a backup. He, he signs a fairly big money, not a big money deal, but he gets kind of that 8 to $10 million to go and, and sit on the bench somewhere. Um I could see, I mean, they're strapped up against the cap, but I could see him going to a team like the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. They they have nobody if, I mean, who are they throwing out this year, Matt Schwab? No, he retired. But who who was their backup last year? Matt Schwab. He just Matt retired. Schwab, exactly. yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they need a backup quarterback. I could also see them drafting Justin Fields with that fourth overall pick. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's. I I don't see I don't see him getting a starting gig anywhere in the league. No, I don't either. And I I think for Andy Dalton, just to change gears, I think he comes in as a as a, a veteran backup to help a young team that has a young quarterback. So we're talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Jets, if they decide to move on from from Darnold, like all these young, even yeah, like I said, even Denver, like maybe he comes in to kind of push. Uh, Drew Locke a little bit and kind of get get him to elevate his game. And if not, then they've got a, a guy who's serviceable. He played okay for the Cowboys when Dak went down this year. Um, so I, I can see him going somewhere like that. Do you see anything different? Do you see a kind of a wild card team that picks him up and, and actually is going to start him? I, I He won't start anywhere. Um, I could see... Actually, going back to him and uh, Trubisky, I could see one of those guys signing in Pittsburgh as well to be a higher-end backup than Devlin Hodge or Mason Rudolph, just in case. Big Ben is old, and he has been hurt. He's had injuries the last couple of years, um, and they have a team that can win it with that defense. So I think they would take a flyer on Andy Dalton just to have – that insurance in case Big Ben were to go down, that their season's not done. Didn't they sign the yes. Washington quarterback? Uh, they signed him to a Haskins. They signed him to a whatever, partially guaranteed contract. Okay. For last year, I don't think he's still on their roster. This year. Okay, fair enough. I got, I got that doesn't change anything for me. That doesn't change anything for you? No. no. <laughs> I'd still have rather have the Duck Hodges throwing me footballs than Dwayne Haskins. Haskins, yeah. 
Okay, well, that's all the quarterbacks I have. Is there anyone else that we didn't talk about? I think I think there's not really much from a quarterback perspective. Um, I think we're we're good to wrap it up. Other than that, is there any last thoughts you have from your end before we we uh, say goodbye? No, not really. There was one other quarterback that I I just wanted to ask you about. Um, is Tyrod Taylor? He's okay. a free agent this year. Does a team take a flyer on him? Um, maybe like to me, again, maybe a, a team brings him in to, to mentor the young guy, like kind of what he's done the last couple of years with Baker. And then when he came over and helped uh, Justin Herbert, um, yeah, he'd be a great fit to go back to the chargers. I just, I don't think he wants to puncture his lung again. So <laughs> I think he doesn't really trust that medical staff. He's leaving um, there for sure. I don't yeah. know think he goes back there so. i don't either but yeah i i think he i think he's great from morale perspective but i from a fantasy perspective i wouldn't be excited to have him on my team um but yeah do you think he's gonna go anywhere i don't you know what i don't know where he goes but he is a guy that i would just i think he goes as you said he's a mentor he's a backup quarterback but he's just a guy to keep keep your eye on as to where he signs just because if there were to be an injury uh let's say he went to a place like cincinnati to back up joe burrows yeah. and joe burrows were to get hurt i would take a weekly flyer on him fair enough he's gonna be better than the other two guys they had last year and oh, to be honest cincinnati might be the perfect like if you think about it they they have a little bit of cap space maybe they bring in a veteran guy like mitch trubisky or or tyra taylor to kind of say okay if something happens to our rookie again this year, we don't want to do what happened last year. We want to, you know, at least compete for the last five, six weeks of the season. So, yeah, that, I, that, that's an interesting thought. He, he, yeah, he was the only other guy, and I could actually see him going to a team to start. I, I could see him going to Washington. Um, I yeah. could see, I could see him going to Houston. And then trading Deshaun and him being their starting quarterback for the year. Again, don't like yep. him there, but um, he'd be a weekly flyer. He would also be a, a solid backup for a team like Philly. Philly just doesn't have any cap space. They're, they're so underneath it. Maybe he just, signs a, a veteran deal, but yeah, potentially. Just to mentor Jalen Hurts. They play a similar yeah. game. They both run a lot. So I don't, he was, he was one guy I'm just, I'm keeping my eye on him as well. I'm, I'm not going to draft Washington, him. But. Washington is a team that we didn't, we just overlooked. Like Ryan Fitzpatrick in Washington. Why are we, why are we not more excited about that? That'd be uh, great. I think so too. I just, I don't know if, yeah. That would be, I want Ryan Fitzpatrick to go to Washington. That defense is unreal. That offense would be so much better. They would be a, they would, they could win that division. You know what? I guess if Ryan Fitzpatrick goes to Washington and Curtis Samuel signs there, I'm drafting both of them. Yeah. I, I might be a new Washington fan. This is great. <laughs> I all like it. Round, round, all three of your second round draft picks will be all three Washington the football team players. It'll be perfect. Okay. Just as, well, we're, think- as we're sitting here before we sign off, um, Drew Brees retired. Just got breaking news here. My phone Official. pinged and updated. Well, doesn't really hurt us for fantasy. We already assumed that. But Jameis Winston train, here we go. 
Let's get on it. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for jumping on for episode two. Uh, we'll uh, we'll probably download episode three and do that podcast next month. Uh, but uh, thanks again, and we'll uh, we'll chat on the other side. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Talk to you guys later. It's been a lovely day. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll be back in a flash with more of this trash. <laughs>